and uh, uh, it's very nice to meet you, gentlemen. Yeah. Nice to meet you. So I'll introduce, I'll start. Um, the Westport Library and the Quick Center for the Arts uh, proudly presents an official Apple podcast, Oh Brother, Not Another Podcast, with me, Migs Burroughs. And I'm Grace Burroughs. And today we have on our show actor Stephen Mandillo, who's been in dozens of television shows, films, and is an accomplished stage actor. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll get right into it. Um, Stephen, so when did you first get the acting bug? When it, when did you think about, gee, I want to be an actor? Yeah, hell of a good question. Um, and it, uh, I think it's come to many actors um, before they knew it, after they knew it, or while they knew it. You know, it's one of those things that seeps into you. I first did my acting when I was in New Haven as a student uh, at a little grade school there and had a wonderful woman by the name of uh, whatever it was, um, anyway, very memorable, and yet I can't pronounce it. <laughs> nonetheless, nonetheless, she was an ardent believer in the theater. And at fifth grade, she had us doing uh, dehydrated Shakespeare's, you know, uh, uh, Shakespeare light, you know, things right. that would be more accessible to the young people, uh, both the actors and the audience. And so we did those. And then after the next year, the next, the next two, three years, so through eighth grade, we did the uh, Wakefield cycle plays. Do you know the Wakefield cycle? No, I don't. Not many do, but uh, it's worth looking up. Can I? Uh, it's a, anyway, wonderful old English uh, cycle of plays about shepherds and uh, the coming of Jesus and all this sort of stuff. And uh, it's they're just lovely little things about the guys out in the field and their little sheep and their, <laughs> and, you know, this and that. And um, so we would do those plays and uh, enjoyed the hell out of it. So then eighth grade was over and all right, the hell with that now. And uh, we, uh, we, it was very, really worthwhile working with that woman because she is such a oh character and she is such a believer in the language and the plays and the, the life of the people and and um theater and i think she's got my first infection if i may <laughs> call it that her okay so um Anyway, we did those plays and all that stuff. Then I went on to school in my bounced around in my crazy checkered uh, high school years, uh, hither and yon, here and there. Um, uh, but I was just doing my, trying to do my studies mainly and play ice hockey as well, which is something I wanted to do uh, in uh, high school and in college later on. So. Um, my, my sports, tennis, hockey, and theater, no, I didn't even give it another mm. thought. I don't know, theater, uh, yeah, I know, I've heard of it. And I used to go to the theater because I was in New Haven and I'd go to the Schubert and see some first-run uh, drama uh, from there that were actually very affecting to me. In fact, one time I went to see... The Long Day's Journey into Night, 
and um, I couldn't believe my ears. It looked like I was watching my family at home, you know, yeah. duke it out over the dinner table. And it was a heck of a lot of, uh, it was very interesting. And to, you know, they really, as you know, in that play, they get into it and they get down and dirty and about their problems, which we don't, you, one doesn't do at home so much, you know, if you know what I mean. Yeah, drama school. Well, yeah, I ended up going to the Yale Drama School. Uh, so, meanwhile, so I was off off the radar. Acting was off the radar and all that. Had nothing to do with it. I would go to the theater, da da da. But then, when I did go to college, my first early on, my beginning first semester there, some guy came up to me, and not some guy, but some guy I knew superficially, since it was you know like the first couple of months of, of school at all. And so he said, uh, hey, I'm going down, I want to go down and audition for a play, you know, and wouldn't you like to come with me? And I said, no, I, no, I, I, <laughs> no, I don't have time for it. I want to play hockey. I got labs. I got, you know, I was taking science courses. And, no, I got time. I don't have time for that. Uh, and he said, okay. Then he came back to me the next day or two. He said, pull on my sleeve again. He says, hey, hey, come on. You want to go down there with me? It won't take long, you know, blah, blah, blah. I said, no, 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 that's a waste of time. I don't know what the hell they're doing down there. So then one more time he came to me, he said, come on. So I said, all right, let's go. We went down. So we sat in the auditorium and they called our names. And then I went up and I, and so I read and then he read and then we both, you know, went back to the car and said, okay, well, good for that, it was fun. And went home and then they offered me the lead in the play and they offered me nothing. Oh, good. <laughs> That's and funny. So that was a sad beginning of a lot of drama. But you were in the movie Slapshot, right? Pardon me, Slapshot? The movie Slapshot with Paul Newman? Yes. I was, yeah. Did he play hockey did that? help you get that role yeah hockey was good and it was it was easy for me to do the ice skating part of it but it was it was slapshot was cast by the premier um casting woman uh known to man <laughs> in in this era by the name of marion doherty i don't know if you've ever heard they had a special on her on top did you ever hear of her no See, nobody hears of these pillars of the... <laughs> well, Christopher the Walken's wife is a casting agent, right? Yes, she is. That's yeah. right. Georgie. George. Yeah. She is, yes. But Marion is the queen. You know, she's the queen of them all. Yeah. Anyway. But were you cast because... Were you, were, were you cast because you were a good hockey player or and then they found out you were an actor or you were cast no. as an actor and they found out you were a hockey player? An actor first. Yeah. An actor first. And they knew they knew from associates and whatnot that I like to play hockey. But uh, no, they they uh, saw me first as an actor, which I was at that point a graduate of the Yale School of Drama where I received a wonderful award I was hanging over on the wall there. Uh, got me a $400 cash and uh, a very esteemed uh, uh, award that is not given out every year. It's a matter of routine. It's only given out when it's considered that somebody is doing something of special merit somehow. 
So they gave it to me. I don't nice. know. The last time they gave it to somebody, I think it was Stacy Keach. Yeah, pretty nice and so, company. Yeah. What the hell? I'm in good company. This is nice. Shoot. And uh, so I took it. And um, um, anyway, this, so they, they all knew me uh, around New York by then anyway, because when I graduated from Yale School of Drama, me, uh, I was invited into the Yale Repertory Theater right there and then. And I was the only male in my class to be done, to have done that. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was a woman I worked with a lot named Sarah Albertson. I don't know if she acts anymore. I don't, I don't think so, but she may teach. I don't know. But anyway, we used to work together. We used to do a lot of plays together, she and I. Well, they asked us both into the company. And so that was great. You know, uh, uh, gosh sake, well, now I, as soon as I graduate, I go right to work on the theater, in the theater. Yeah, and uh, we did uh, Ibsen play when we did Awaken with uh, David Hurst and um, and uh, <clears throat> Nancy Wickwire, and then uh, another play. What did I do after that? Oh, I don't remember. But there were two others after that, mm -hmm. and then I was done with that. My I play. I worked my season, which I had committed to. And I liked it very much. And then I went off and uh, I got jobs out and about. I got a job up at the Hartford Stage Company right away quick. And I got one down in the public theater in New York. When you uh, were uh, uh, a slap shot, uh, Paul Newman started that. You also performed with him in, in the Broadway in our town, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, we did that play together. And that was his first play in many, many decades, several decades anyway. And it was his last work of art, if you will, because the last thing he did before he died, mm -hmm. uh, I did do that. And But I also, before, let me see, before Our Town and Slapshot 1976, I did with him Empire Falls. This is a two-part television movie based on a Pulitzer Prize-winning novel. Um, you, I, I, our town tried out, you know, Paul Newman lived in our town, in, literally in our town, Westport, Connecticut. Uh, I know, I know they, full well, yes. Come to Westport, because I think it's, they tried it out or rehearsed at the Westport Playhouse. I'm wondering if you were there in that, in the early no, stages. No, the story there is the first time they went, uh, they did it, with Newman and Joanne was producing it really. Um, okay, I was otherwise indisposed. I was doing something else. So I, but they did it there and they ran it. And then they decided, Joanne said, we're gonna take this to Broadway. And mm -hmm. so, boy. So they said, yes, and Jim Norton, a wonderful guy, wonderful actor. Yeah, he lives here too. Yeah. And he lives there too, yes, he does. Uh, he is a good friend of mine from Yale and colleague and mm. a great a good fellow and a good actor. And he was directing the show. And so he called me up and he said, you want to come and play the play that uh, the sort of drinking uh, choir master, <laughs> and a half drunk choir master. And I said, Jesus, I'd love to. I have just committed to a project, however, called Take Me Out. Do you know the play Take Me Out? 
which is about baseball players and it, um, uh, who the hell wrote that thing? Uh, I'll think of it. But anyway, Joe Mantello was directing it. So anyway, they'd offered me a part in it. So I said, yeah, okay, well, it's a new play. It's going, going to go to London first and then to Broadway. So yes, I'll take that. So I took it and we started rehearsal and uh, the director and I uh, didn't, didn't hit it off very well. What <laughs> so happened? we parted, parted ways, yeah. And one of the few times I walked into- What was the problem? Uh, something uh, yeah. Directions. I, what, yeah. What didn't you like about his direct, directing style? Uh, it's just too imperialistic, too imperial, imperialistic to me, too, too bossy. I don't awesome. know what the hell it was, you know, it was too, too much. Uh, and I also didn't feel supported by him. Um, we had a little go around before we got, before I got hired and, uh, it, it came by once and I, I don't know, I had a couple of shots where I rehearsed, I auditioned for it twice, let's put it that way, in different, different times, in different times and places. So anyway, I don't think he ever liked me. I don't know why, personally, I just don't feel that he did. You know, it's not fair for me to say he didn't, but I didn't feel Anyway, that warmly received in the company. So I wanted to do the play, but he didn't want me in it. And I said, you don't want me, I don't want you. So that's that. You have a favorite role that you've done? Like of all the roles you've played, is there one that is like the one that you love the most? The one play? The one role. The one, the one role that I've done that I love so much, you mean? Yeah, like what role? What I don't know. I got a handful of them. People ask me that all the time. But you know, one of my favorite roles was uh, was in a view from the bridge where I played Marco, the Italian immigrant. Uh -huh. You know, Marco was the older brother, and uh, uh, um, he and he and his brother have come, and they've been being put up by their uncle or a relative, distant relative, for the time being. They're submarines, as they called them then which are now, uh, you know, uh, illegal, illegals. They were illegal. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I, I loved that guy. He was, he was the sort of straight brother or the conscientious brother or the one wise brother saying, you know, we got to be careful because we're submarines. So, and his, and his brother was a happy-go-lucky guy who was so excited to be in the United States and to be to have a job down on the dock and all this, and um, uh, that he he was too visible. Yeah, and I was trying to always cover that up for him. But anyway, my guy was a great. He's a very dignified fellow, and uh, anyway, it ends up very badly because somebody drops a dime on them and tells them that they're the legals here and, and they get and, to in those days they did something about that and yeah i always wonder where that expression comes from drop the dime i mean i mean it's i thought it meant to kill somebody if you drop a dime on somebody or just but well, no what i mean well it does it does yeah. it means it turns somebody in up oh, okay them up, put them forward 
uh, put them somewhere they don't necessarily want. <laughs> I've always thought it meant to put a dime in the pay telephone booth. And that's it. Oh, really? Right that's oh, it is right there. Oh. They put the dime in the telephone, and they call the immigration service. Oh, and I see. Yep. Because I've heard that in law. Well, back to speak. It makes me remind me of Law and Order. Because you've been on Law and Order a few times. It's one of my favorite. I've seen every episode like nineteen times. But um, so, did did you enjoy that experience? Is it is it a? I, I'm just curious about the whole way Law and Order works. It's so every every street vendor, every grocery store owner, everybody is so authentic. It's such a, I don't know what form of acting that is. Natural is natural or whatever. Is there a form? It's, real good. it's just real real actors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> real actors are not always the ones who are acting in front of cameras but uh the the the, the, the ed sharon wonderful director ed sharon who directed the great white hope and other things broadway um uh anyway he was producer there in wow. those days and he said i am going to have every actor worth a damn in new york city come in here and audition i want every i want them all to come in and he put a premium on wanting to get New York actors off mm. the stage. Yeah. And that's the secret of his success, you know? He was adamant about it and he said, I'm gonna call you in here until you get until you get a part. You're gonna be calling and I'm getting you in here. Well, so you I went in and I, I got, uh, I was in four times. I think I was on four shows. So when they, they give you, you get that role and they say, okay, we want you to play, here it is. Would they give you the script? How, how long do you have to memorize the lines? How many days? Oh, yeah, that's a variety varies. But uh, in that case, where the serious actors are acting and serious directors, they don't expect you to know all the lines that carefully. They're not interested in that. Um, they want to, you know, it's nice if you do. It's always very impressive to know the lines, but really, they're, they know something about you and they look at you and they look at your, they do look at your uh, resume. Not everybody in the business does look at it. You know, they see your name, okay, boom. But it's very important for an actor to read his, to have his, uh, his curriculum vitae, you know, mm -hmm. on the page, but, and read, but they don't, oh, they don't always. But anyway, he does and they do. So they give you your sides, you take a look, you just read them. They don't, they're not, they don't care that much that you memorize. Oh, so if you change a word around or a sentence, as long as the idea is there, it's fine. Exactly, exactly right. Yeah. So how, how they say, I, I went to Carnegie Mellon and I, I didn't become an actor, but I, I, I studied with some actors there. But, and, and the whole thing of, you know, drawing on your own experience and this, that, that, if you ever played a real bad guy, a real evil guy, and I'm wondering if you have, what do you draw on? You've never killed somebody. You've never kidnapped anybody. I mean, what do you draw on for something, a real evil deed, you know, an evil person? Yeah, I can't think. I'm trying to think now that um, <clears throat> I never got really a really rotten egg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, it's funny how it goes in the business, but well, you... You know, the, the, the things that are in you get seen by people and they use them. But then, you know, and so say I want to be some really bad, bad dude and I want to do it. I want to play it. Yeah. But I probably won't get it. I'll say that guy's not a rotten egg. I can tell. Have you know, you for a role like, oh, and, you know, like all the uh, 
production company had your agent call and say, you know, I really want to play this part, that kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, you do that. You know, sometimes that's done uh, to greater and lesser degrees. Yeah. I guess, uh, but um, sometimes it doesn't mean a thing. They'll, they'll say, yeah, okay, good for you. And I'm glad. <laughs> And then other times I'll look at it and look at the part and look at what you've done and say, well, I don't know. Well, I'll see. We'll see him, you know. And I've had other guys tell me, uh, I know one woman brought me in for a show for a movie called, jeez, uh, I wish I could remember that damn movie, Teacher Teachers. I don't know if you remember this movie, Teachers, but it wasn't a great extravaganza, but it was a good movie and was directed by a, a good director, I think Arthur Hiller or somebody. Um, uh, Judd Hirsch and a bunch of actors, you know. Um, but she had me in and I know why, because she saw me do a play about this kind of goofball guy, a little a little bit goofy, you know, and, and humorous. And she said, oh, that's the quality for this guy. So she brought me in and she's, she is a very, very well respected casting lady who brought me in for that. So she brought me in and said, hi, and it's him. And uh, he, I want him to read for uh, the history professor. And, they, uh, and the two and the bozos that were producing it go, oh, no, 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 he's, he's a cop. He's a he, no, 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 he's a cop. She said, well, really, I, I really think you ought to see this because, you know, no, 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 cop, cop. He, he's got to play the cop, you know. <laughs> For Christ's sake. All right. Uh, yeah, I know. I think you've been. Um, well, so anyway, I then finally they said, all right, well, go ahead, read it. Then read it. Let's see. Prove it. Uh, give, give it to me. Prove it to me. Well, that that's no way to begin a, mm. acting a scene. That just doesn't go, you know. And so. Uh, I said, I don't know. And, and I think I read a little bit of it. I said, okay, fine, fine, good. So cop, anyway, he can be for the uh, education cop who comes in to teach a cl class or something. And so I thought, oh God, you know, and I felt so bad for this casting woman. She was, she was a good one and she had an idea. She saw something. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What kind of, I mean, you have a very, I, I don't know, my point of view from what I've seen, you know, you're almost a you're very empathetic look, a, an everyman in a way. I think, you know, you could be a cop, you could be a grocery store owner, you could be, a, you know, you, you, you could be a, anything, you know, in, in, in a, but not, I, I couldn't see you as evil either. I, I, I don't see that potential, no, but. Hey. See, you But is there things like that that, it, that you'd like to try because it's such a stretch, <laughs> you know, like an astronaut <laughs> or a serial killer yeah. or something? To me, it's no stretch. It's just convincing somebody. Yeah. And I do tend to get the parts of which you were speaking there a moment ago. Mm. And also that I always love the idea of my I love the idea of versatility in an actor yeah. this is I respected and I respected it in myself and I and I felt I had a, uh you know I have a versatility sure. which is a curse really in a lot right. of ways in the world in the world of television that way when if you're versatile they want to plug you in they want to plug this guy in well we need a oh 
bad guy here. Boom. Oh. Okay, we need a cop here, uh, a crooked cop. Boom. You know, but if the guy's flexible, you know, they say he could be somebody's nice father, you know. Well, uh, I'm confused. I can't know. I can't, I can't compute that. G give me, give me the guy who's, you know, mm. the, the one, one, uh, one strain is, is, is preferable. Uh, variety. Yeah. I loved the variety of parts I had, and I loved like that Italian immigrant, and then, and then you know to play a guy who's like in Fool for Love in New York, you know that Sam Shepard wrote in oh, New York, yeah. and uh, that I played the far, sort of hick, that sort of hick. You know, didn't know quite what's going on, and, <laughs> and uh, brought a lot of humor out uh, for the folks and. Um, you know, I, I love the variety of these parts. It's a key to it. Yeah. You have, you have to create your own back. You know, I heard some actors say they actually write, they almost write a novel about their characters. So they have a backstory, but, or, or you know, even jot down some little, do you ever, do you have to, do you like to, does that help or do you do that or you just learn the words and? Some do that. And I don't do that. Uh, maybe I'm a little lazy. I don't know but maybe I feel I don't need to necessarily, mm. that I can remember these things in my mind quite well enough. And I like to plug them in, you know, and, and know they're there and then forget them because I'm, my whole policy for acting is to learn your lines inside and out and then forget them inside and out. Mm, yeah. <laughs> what the hell you're going to say? Yeah, that's, yeah. It. that's ideal. Is there a, if you have time. But some yeah, directors aren't, or, or writers are sticklers for, hey, you left out a, an and or a the, or a then and a the, and a the, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, they are. Some are, yeah. Uh, some are. Uh, which. Uh, it's, sort of, it's constraining for an actor, I would think. Yeah, and sometimes the, sometimes the production team wants it because, you know, money, you know, what we're keeping, got to keep that straight. And, so yeah, say there there is that, and then I suppose we try to do it. Yeah. Has anyone ever said like that's like on the side while you're like rehearsing, you know, you didn't say it like I wrote it, you know, actually like scolded you in that sense, since you were like just saying the idea of it, and they go, no, 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 you, I want you to put put that word back in and all that, you know. That's right. No, they, they have that. Yeah. 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 No, you're right. I mean, some some are that way. Yeah, some of that way. Yeah. 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 Is there some role that you 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 wish that you, I feel of all the roles that are out there that, and ones that you didn't get, I guess, which role is like, oh, I wish I could have played that part, you know? Ah, the one that got away. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. There's. I'm sure there are some of those hanging around. I don't. Wanted to pay twenty million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? <laughs> like Batman, you know. <laughs> I can't put my finger on it, right? Okay. So what do you, you say? What'd you say? Oh no, I was, <laughs> I'm joking. He said Batman, but um, you know, he's going for the money. You know, yeah, going for the big bucks. But I, no, I was oh, curious. Big yeah. Um. So what do you? I'm just curious. What does an actor? You know, actors are. I mean, like artists, we're mostly we're visual artists and we can do we can do our thing whenever we want. We don't need an audience necessarily until the work's up on the wall. But 
so what do you what do you get pleasure from when you're not acting in your own just personal life? I mean, I saw you, I think it was your wife, you had a tennis sweater on. Do you, you guys play tennis or do yeah, others? We do. Yes, we do. We play tennis. Um, this afternoon, I have to work on my lines for the three sisters. Oh, uh, because check off. Right? Yeah, yeah, because she and I and uh, the actor people at the actor's studio, of which we're members of the actor's studio, uh, both in New York and here in California. Um, so we have to we have to rehearse and learn our lines. We're going to try and do a, a reading and tantamount to a performance at some point once we get through this COVID idiot. Hmm. COVID idiocy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Then we will, uh, you know, try and put the play actually up, which. See, and there I got a character, the doctor, the good dog, this doctor who, who's a bit of a drunk and um, can't remember. He doesn't know, I can't cure really. People think I can cure people. I can't cure anybody. I can't remember a thing. I don't remember a damn thing. As I read my books, the last book I read, it was in school and I never read another another book. All I read is a newspaper. Here, you want to see? I read it. And uh, it's a good character. It's a funny character. It's a sad, sad character. And he, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm working on that now, which I like that. And will that be produced at the? It'll be produced um, at the actor studio. Yeah, probably from somewhere in there. Uh, you know, and uh, under their auspices, somehow, somewhere, we'll see. So um, yeah, I've done a lot of check off. I've been up to Williamstown. Uh, festival theater festival and done a lot of a lot of the check off up there as well as a lot of other things wonderful time great actors great directors mm -hmm. um i feel i come out here to la i feel these people don't really never even been in a play i mean you know, <laughs> yeah it, it's just weird it's like god I've ingested more plays in, in my life and one after another and you learn so much and and then you realize some people haven't even been in a play. Lordy. Right. <laughs> yeah, all the other the digital stuff, everything else is maybe too easy, but yeah. Yeah. Well thank you. We're we're are we done? Time, no. yeah. Unless you have something, anything else you want to say that you're coming up, people can look for you in, or or you want to just mention. Oh, let me see. I mean, well, we should mention. Guys were interested in, uh, interested in the John Sales movie. Oh, John Sales, uh, yeah. Three of those, and and a wonderful group of actors who are, remain friends beyond the beyond doing the work. Um, and I enjoyed that very much. John Sales is a is a saintly person, really. What, what movie of his were you in? Hmm? What yeah. movie of his were you in? What film? John oh, oh John, John Sales. Well, the ones I was in were um, Lone Star. Yeah. You know, Lone Star were the, with the, that singer, you know, big, what's his name? Yeah. Um, Lone Star and... Um, one of his early movies is called Liana. I was in that. I played a football coach who was sympathetic to the gay people that were having problems in the movie, you know. 
Uh, yeah, that was a, that was a gay story sort of thing way back. That's made quite a long time ago now. Yeah, thirty years ago, I suppose. Um, and so that one, and then uh, um, what's the one about? Jeez, uh, a couple of more. I can't remember the damn titles. Um, and I should. That's shameful, but. People can Google John Sales and, and or go to your IMDb, uh, go to the International Movie Database website and, and look you up and um, you see all your credits. and Yeah, you'll find them, you yeah. know, you'll find them there. And John, I just want to say John Sales, a wonderful filmmaker and a wonderful artist and individual, you know. Yeah. yeah. What else can I tell you about? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you now. Uh, Newman stories. Well, they're they're legend. They're legendary. Have you been? Have you ever been to the Westport? Back to our town. <laughs> have you been to? Have you ever played at the Westport Playhouse? Um, not yes, for... I did a fantastic play there called Breaking Legs. Did you oh, hear break, yeah, Breaking Legs. And uh, I was in a theater. One of the that's one of the few, not few, one of the many times, but that I, there was so much laughter in the theater, I thought the ceiling was going to fall down, <laughs> the old Westport Playhouse. Yeah, I mean, that was the funniest damn play you ever did here, really, Breaking Legs. That's About wild. the mafia guys, the mugs who are oh. going to produce a play, and yeah. they don't know yeah. what the hell they're doing. And, you know, but it's very funny and great characters. I love those characters. And I've actually played all three oh. uh, of the mugs in that play uh, in different venues. I played one up on the Cape Cod and I played another one down at the uh, Coconut Grove Theater and another one at the Burt Reynolds. And uh, so I played I played the three, all the three mugs at one time. Oh, that's great. Which I like that, you know, that's, that's great fun. And uh, the other play that got uh, some of the most hilarious laughter was um, a thing by, um, oh, let's see if I can remember that guy, that damn, uh, did that up at Hartford stage. And again, laughter was so robust and was hilarious. And you, you didn't want to say your next line if you could help it. Yeah, I was going to ask if it's hard to concentrate if the audience is having such a good time and and, and do you ever get caught up in it yourself and go, yeah, that's pretty funny. You know? <laughs> yes, you do. You do. You, you mustn't. You know, it's a cardinal sin, but you, you just can't. I said, what the hell? I want to enjoy myself, too. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, very difficult to do that. Oh, that requires. Oh, God, you got to hold you got to hold yourself together. Because you, you give it away if you, if you laugh, you know, you give sure. this thing away. But uh, yeah, that was called Loot. That's a Joe Orton play. You know, Jordan, British play. Joe Orton, yeah. Loot. Yeah, Loot, like loot. money, L O O P. And two Teddy Boys. And uh, in that case, me and this fellow, David Clennon. I don't know if you know that actor, but uh, um, <laughs> and we um, robbed. We we Robert we robbed something and we put the money in my mother's casket and she had just died so we had to take her out and <laughs> take her clothes off and all this and you know <laughs> it's just a damn great and we put the money in the uh, coffin yeah and then we were driving it 
somewhere where we were going to take it, and uh, we had an accident, and the thing got caught fire or something, <laughs> the burn. And, yeah, it's it's just, uh, but it's just a funny and a wicked sense of humor that they got black humor, beautiful. Yeah. And All right. Then, well, I got my uh, good friend uh, Bruce Willis got his acting equity card with us when we were doing oh, really? Fool for Love. Yeah. Okay. That was his first professional job. And of course, he went on to great heights, just like Henry Winkler was my classmate and a wonderful mm. kid. And uh, he got, you know, he and I did a play together in New York and the casting, uh, a, a, an agent, a theatrical agent came up to us after the show. And she pointed to me and she said, hey, you, Henry and uh, David Clennon, three guys, Henry Winkler, me, Dave Clennon, you wanna come to California? I'd like to take you out to California. We did this in New York, you know. So I said, well, no, no, wait a minute. Well, I got to finish school here. Jeez. And I've got two kids I'm raising and I'm up to my ears in the life here. I don't think I can go. But okay. they went and the rest is uh, phenomenal history. I mean, what Henry has done is just brilliant and fantastic. Yeah. So, oh. yeah it's like he told me that uh, uh, Fonzie gave him the shirt off his back. Yeah. And his role in Barry, I mean, it's amazing. You know, I didn't, everyone pegged him as Fonz for every, every he solely redefined himself in Barry, you know, the, the new series. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's right. Oh, that's right. No, he's a real actor. You know, he's for real. So I'm very happy for those guys. And I'm sorry I didn't go, but I'm out here now, but I don't know why. <laughs> well play tennis and enjoy yourself yeah well yeah. thanks so much yeah, thank you gentlemen for having me and i hope it's of interest to somebody absolutely well it's um, starting didn't pick up steven mandelo and look out for him on your movie play credits at tv yeah bye, bye.